Yo, how's it going, everybody? This is Noah Eldridge from the Eldridge Podcast, and we are back for episode 28. Let's get right into it. I know it's been two weeks, and or maybe more, but I've tried to make this episode multiple times, and someone either calls me and interrupts it, and then with Anchor, I like can't go back and fix it or resume the episode. Like I was 25 minutes through it, and it got messed up. It was just, it was a total hassle. But I'm here, I'm making it now. Hopefully, we can get two or three out today. I would love to do that, but... Let's get right into it. The Cowboys are signing defensive lineman Brent Urban to a one-year deal. He's huge, but I I know nothing about him. He's played for the Ravens. He currently played for the Bears. He only played like five games last season. Only had two and a half sacks on the year. Doesn't seem like anything crazy. Not super excited, but it's good to get that out there. Um, Another person I don't know, Rashawn Melvin. He's a veteran free agent cornerback. He is now signed with the Panthers on a one-year deal. I don't know him. He played for the Lions. So the ones I don't know, I'm not going to give too much like thought to. I'm just getting the news out there. Switching to the NBA here, Caruso, Alex Caruso is out of concussion protocol now and is available to play tonight versus the Hornets. So we got Caruso back. Excited to see him back and glad he's doing okay. Staying with the NBA and also staying with the Lakers here. An NBA analyst says that the Lakers should trade Wesley Matthews for the Bulls Garrett Temple. My thoughts on this absolutely 110% do this trade right now. It is an upgrade for sure. Is it a huge upgrade? No, but it's an upgrade. And straight up, I do this right away. Wesley Matthews has played 33 games while Temple's played 35. So keep that in mind. But Temple is averaging eight and a half points per game, 3.1 rebounds and 2.0 assists. While Matthews is averaging 4.2 points, 1.4 rebounds per game and 1.1 assists per game. So he's lower in every single stat. Temple's an inch taller but about 25 pounds lighter. So I know you're like, oh, he's skinny. No, Wesley Matthews is big and slow. So yeah, I mean, I don't know who's really the better defender. I guess Wesley Matthews, but he's been terrible at defense this year and he's been super slow. They're the same age. They're both 34 years old. So I think this is a great deal for the Lakers. So I think we should do it. Uh, Three-point percentage-wise, because I know that's the one everyone's going to be wanting to look at. Garrett Temple is shooting 1% better on the year. He's shooting 34%. Wesley Matthews is shooting 33%. So now you're like, oh, only 1% upgrade. Like, what's the point? He's playing with Zach Levine. Garrett Temple's playing with Zach Levine. Wesley Matthews is playing with LeBron and getting wide open looks and just missing. So Temple's looks are going to be better and more wide open looks. So his percentage should go up playing with LeBron. So I know just an NBA analyst said we should do it, but... Why even bring that up if it's not even being discussed or it's not a rumor? Anyways, I do it right now. No questions asked. Moving back to the NFL here, there was a trade. I know there's been bigger trades and bigger transactions, free agent signings. We're going to get into all of it. That's why I might need to do three episodes today because I want to get into all of it. So Lee Smith, tight end for the Buffalo Bills, has been traded to the Falcons for the Falcons 2022 seventh round pick. The winner of this deal is clearly the Falcons. Lee Smith is a solid veteran tight end. Is he a starter? No, but he's a good backup. And for a seventh round pick, I mean, that's nothing. The Falcons are just, I mean, excuse me, the Buffalo Bills are just trying to get something for him. Good move for the Falcons. I like it. On to the next thing here with the NFL. The Colts are re-signing Marlon Mack. This really surprised me. I thought Mac was gone for sure, but he came back as a one-year, $2 million deal. I think this is a great deal for both sides. I think Mac gets to take a pay cut, stay with the team he's been good with and successful with, 
and prove that he's healthy so he can get a big deal next year. That's why it's only a one-year deal. And the Colts get back someone they didn't think they were getting back who's a solid veteran back if Taylor goes down. So I like the deal for both sides. I like it. And super cheap, so the Colts totally did good there. Another free agent signing that I just don't know a lot about, but I'm trying to get all the information out there. The Colts claimed nose tackle Andrew Brown off waivers from the Texans per the transaction wire. Brown is a 25-year-old three-year NFL veteran who has floated around the Texans and Bengals, the Colts' first edition via free agency slash waiver wire of the new league year. So yes, this was before Marlon Mack, but it wasn't as big of a signing. I actually don't know this guy. I know the Colts need defensive linemen, so I'm going to say it's a good thing. I don't know if he's going to be super impactful, though. Same goes for this next signing here. This is per Adam Schefter. Shocker. The Patriots have reached an agreement with former Packers defensive lineman Montrevious Adams on a one-year deal worth up to $2.5 million via agent Drew J. Rosenhaus. Sorry if I mispronounce any of those names. He is 6'4", 304 pounds, and he's entering his fifth NFL season. He's had a total of 45 career games. He's only started in three of them, but he has 40 tackles and one and a half sacks. So his stats aren't great. But the Patriots seem to make everyone better. So I think he'll be solid. But, I mean, once again, nothing super impactful. Here's some more impactful free agent deals. So this is from ESPN NFL, the Instagram account. They are grading NFL free agent deals so far via Dan Graziano, Jeremy Fowler, and Kevin Seifert. Sorry if I mispronounce any of those names, but the first one is Leonard Williams, who was a defensive lineman for the New York Giants last year, and he re-signed with the Giants. It's a three-year, $63 million deal, $45 million fully guaranteed at the signing. They gave him a B, and I'm also going to give it a B. It's a solid deal. He's great, and he played great for them last year. So, I mean, I think it's a solid, solid deal. Moving on to the next free agent signing, Andy Dalton, who was a backup quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys this year, but did end up playing in 10 games. If you count the game, he came in against the Giants. He went 5-5, five and five, so he was okay, solid, but the Cowboys didn't make the playoffs. He signed a one-year $10 million deal, which can get up to $13 million with incentives with the Chicago Bears, and I believe he will be named the starter. I don't understand this deal at all. I give it a D. I give it a D because Andy Dalton's okay. I'm not going to give it an F, but I give it a D because Andy Dalton's at least okay. But they let go of Trubisky. They're keeping Foles because they have to because that contract's so bad. They can't get rid of it. And they get Andy Dalton. I mean, I just, I think there were better options out there. Andy Dalton's 33 years old. They could have gotten Tyrod Taylor, who's 31. They could have gotten Jacoby Brissett, who's 28. I mean, there was a lot of good options out there. I mean, at least with more potential than Andy Dalton. I mean, there was even Cam Newton, who's 31. So they're all younger than him. You already have your old quarterback in Foles. Or, as crazy as this sounds, re-signing Trubisky. You guys made the playoffs. So here's my thing. I was like, Trubisky's not good. Trubisky's trash. They need a new quarterback. When I said that, I didn't mean Andy Dalton. I meant Dak Prescott, Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson, someone of that caliber, or drafting a quarterback, but instead they get Andy Dalton. I mean, I don't even know if Andy Dalton's better than Trubisky. It's really close because Trubisky knows the system. He's more mobile. He's younger. He's got more potential, even though he hasn't looked great thus far. I like Andy Dalton. He's my boy. I liked him on the Cowboys last year, but this is a D signing from the Bears. They gave him a C plus. 
Next deal, Cam Newton, who played for the New England Patriots last year. He will, or he did, re-sign with them. It was a one-year, $14 million deal. They gave it an A, and I'm going to give it an A+. And I know you're like, whoa, 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 Cam Newton is not an A+. He's not. He-plus not an A-plus quarterback, but that is very, very, very cheap for quarterback, and they've now gotten him weapons at the receiver side, tight end. They're going to get him a running back. The defense is already looking so much better. This is going to be a much better team. If Cam shows up, this team's going to be nasty. So I give it an A-plus. They give it an A. Next deal, we got Trent Williams. Offensive tackle for the San Francisco 49ers. He did play for the Washington football team and then was traded to the 49ers. He signed a six-year, $138 million deal, $40.15 million guaranteed, and $30.1 million as a signing bonus. They gave it a B minus, and I'm going to have to give it a C, man. I just, I get it. Trent Williams is great. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying Trent Williams is bad at all. That's not what I'm saying. But he's 32 years old, and they just gave him the problem with this deal. Because then you're like, oh, that's a lot of money. Yeah, well, just to tell you how much money that is, that's the most money a tackle has ever signed for in NFL history. Not this season, not in the past 10 years, not in the past 25 years, ever. Most expensive. He's 32 years old. They signed him to a six year deal. What? <laughs> You think this dude's going to play like, what? Not a good deal. Not a good deal. But, I mean, he's great, and they're in win-now mode, but in a few years, that contract is going to be terrible. Mark my words. I'm actually going to look this up on the internet just to make sure this is the deal that went down. Yep, six years. Holy moly. That is not good. (laughs) That is... Not a good choice from the Niners. I'm actually going to give that. Now that it's six years, oh, man. We're going to give it a C just because Trent Williams is that good. We'll see if he lasts that long, but he gets hurt sometimes. On to the next deal here. Hunter Henry, who was a tight end for the Los Angeles Chargers last year, signed with the New England Patriots. It's three years, $37.5 million, includes $25 million guaranteed. They gave it a B. I'm going to give it a B plus. I think this is a really really solid deal for both sides. I mean, Hunter Henry's going to be a beast. I mean, he's 6'5". He's just huge. They can make him. I'm not saying he's Gronk. I'm not saying he's going to be better than Gronk or even near Gronk, but he is a solid top seven tight end in the league, and he's going to go out there and be great for this team that really knows how to use tight ends. So I think this, I gave it a B plus. They gave it a B. All right, here we go. Dak Prescott, who was the quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys last season, finally signed him four years, $160 million. He will make a total of $75 million in the first year of this deal, but the cap hit is only about $22 million. And over the next three years after that, he'll be making an average of $42 million, which is second to only Patrick Mahomes. So my question for you guys, is Dak Prescott the second best quarterback in the league? you said yes to that, you have problems. Dak Prescott is not. In fact, he's not even close. He's barely top 10. So we're going to have to do some quarterback rankings, but he's probably 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, around there. And he got number two money. They give it a B. I'm going to... 
What I don't I don't even know. I'm going to give this a D minus. D minus. Not a B, a D minus. This is an awful, awful deal. We have no money now. We we have not signed any free agents. We have not signed anyone. So good for you, Jerry. You got Dak back. But it's just like you see all these I see all these memes and it's like it's funny, but it's true. Tom Brady keeps taking pay cuts and keeps winning Super Bowls. Why while Russell Wilson, Jared Goff, Carson Wentz, Dak Prescott, Russell Wilson, all these guys take the big money and then they wonder why they don't win. Except for Russell Wilson. Uh and I mean Mahomes won too, but so no disrespect to Mahomes or Wilson. But Dak, Wentz, Goff. Three guys on huge deals. Stafford, too. You know what I mean? It just Now these teams have no money to get anything else. So the Cowboys aren't going to be able to get anything. But, I mean, what's new? We never get any big-time free agents. So it's just I, – I don't know. I don't know. But I'm super disappointed with the Cowboys. Um, oh, and on top of all of this, no trade clause for him. No franchise tag. So we can't tag him even if we wanted to. We can't trade him unless he says it's okay. He is stuck here for four years. Mark my words right here. You guys can record it. Get your screen recording going. Listen to this right now. Mark my words. The Dallas Cowboys. I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan. The Dallas Cowboys will not make the playoffs for the next four years. Mark my words. We won't because we choke and now we have no money to get anyone else because it's all locked into Dak, Zeke, Cooper, and Jalen Smith. And all of them aren't worth the money they're getting. All of them. So I like them. I, and don't get me wrong. I like Dak Prescott. But how about we give you 30 million, not 42? And I like Cooper. But how about we give you 16 or 17 million, not 20? Like, it's just, and the same thing goes for Zeke. And Jalen Smith shouldn't be getting four years. I think it's four years, 64 million or something. He should be getting nothing near that. But I'm sorry I'm spending too much time on this Dak subject. But I just, I'm so disappointed with my team. So my final grade is a D minus. And the only reason it's not an F is because we at least got Dak back. But that, that is just a terrible deal. All right. This was from a 49ers fan account. It's called 49er Media. This was wide receivers the 49ers should sign in free agency. Number one was Will Fuller, who they can't sign anymore. I'll explain in just a minute. Number two, Keelan Cole, who is still a free agent. He's pretty solid. And then number three, Juju Smith-Schuster. Obviously, I would take Juju over Keelan Cole, but Keelan Cole is still pretty solid. But Juju has not been rumored to be talking to the 49ers or anything. Next free agency thing here, transaction, was the Raiders re-signed tight end Derek Carrier. Uh, he's pretty solid. I mean, he's backing up Darren Waller. They needed to re-sign him because Jason Witten retired. So he's a solid backup. I think that's a good re-signing. It didn't say how many years or how much money. I'm guessing very, very short-term deal. Uh, the Raiders have asked Marcus Mariota to take a pay cut down to just $3 million per year this year. And he, if he refuses, the team will just release him. So we're going to have to see what happens. But, I mean, I don't know what Mariota's going to do here. I think he's going to say no, they're going to release him, and he'll go sign somewhere else. But we'll see. I think he wants to go somewhere where he might have a chance to start. Or maybe Sipiana quarterback who is injury-prone, maybe like a Carson Wentz or maybe now a Dak Prescott, or even go to a team like the Buccaneers where Brady's going to start, but once again, if he gets hurt or retires, 
he sat under Brady for a few years. I like Mariota. Mariota. I think he can be good. I think he just needs a good coach and a good system to be in. Maybe the Saints are another option, but they have signed Winston and Taysom Hill, so I don't think that's an option. But, yeah, we'll see what Mariota does. We'll just have to see. All right, who would you rather have in the Sunday night football booth, Chris Collinsworth or Drew Brees? Now that Drew Brees is an NBC football analyst, would you rather see him call Sunday night football over longtime analyst, Chris Collinsworth? So if you guys do not know, if you guys are living under a rock, Drew Brees did retire. He's finally done. I've already talked about this, but Drew Brees, one of the greatest quarterbacks ever, just Super Bowl winner future Hall of Famer, one of the most exciting guys to watch. I loved Drew Brees. Super sad he retired. I didn't want him to go out like that, but it is what it is. Shout out to Drew Brees. But the answer to this question is I'm going to go with Drew Brees. I like Drew Brees. He's my boy. He knows football, and I would rather hear him. It would switch things up. No disrespect to Chris Collinsworth. A lot of people don't like Chris Collinsworth. I actually do. I think he's a good announcer. I don't really have a problem with him. But, yeah, I just think I would enjoy Drew Brees more. But Drew Brees is the new announcer for Notre Dame football, baby. So I'm very excited about that. So I liked the way it worked out. Drew Brees is going to be announcing my Notre Dame Fighting Irish every Sunday. Or Saturday, I mean. So that will be super fun. But... Yeah, no disrespect to Chris Collinsworth. I think I would just take Drew Brees over him. Even though Brees doesn't have any experience, I just think Brees knows the game. And so does Chris Collinsworth. But maybe move Chris Collinsworth to Monday Night Football or something. But yeah. All right, so more breaking news here. We are now going to have a duo of Drake and Josh in Las Vegas with the Raiders. So the Raiders have signed running back Kenyon Drake to a two-year deal worth $11 million, which can go up to $14.5 million. So it's Drake and Josh because they now have Josh Jacobs and Kenyon Drake. So it's just a stupid joke. But yeah, so that's what we got now. This was from Raiders Focus on Instagram. I really don't understand this. Uh, I like Josh Jacobs. I think he's pretty good. I don't know why they needed Kenyon Drake, but I mean, he's solid and helps him out. I don't know why the Cardinals let him go, and I don't know why the Raiders signed him. So I'm really just confused by it. But, I mean, overall, pretty decent signing for them. Next, we have Lions free agent wide receiver Kenny Galladay spent Wednesday night meeting with the Bears GM Ryan Pace and the Bears head coach Matt Nagy. This is per Adam Schefter. So we don't know where Galladay's going, but him and Allen Robinson would be pretty awesome with the Bears. I mean, but still, you got Andy Dalton, man. I don't know how that's going to work. But, yeah, we'll we'll see where Galladay goes. Next thing here, next transaction, the Lions officially released quarterback Chase Daniel. He'll go somewhere. I mean, he's a career backup, but he'll go somewhere. Hey, go to the Cowboys, man. He's a decent backup. I'll take, I'll take a Chase Daniel. But I think I'd rather Marcus Mariota. But nothing huge there. All right, so earlier... We were looking at a top three list of wide receivers that should go to the 49ers, and I said Will Fuller is no longer on that list. Reason being, he did sign with the Miami Dolphins' one-year $10 million deal. I think this is a great deal for both sides. Will Fuller wants a long-term deal, but right now he can't get one because he's been injured a lot, and then he got in trouble for PEDs at the end of the season and was suspended for a few games. But he's still going to get $10 million for one year. 
Dolphins get someone to pair with Devontae Parker, get Tua some more help. I really like it for both sides. Good deal. Then we did have an NBA trade, ladies and gentlemen. So let me find. So it was, I'll get the full details because it was a little confusing because it was technically a three-team trade and not a lot of people know about this. But P.J. Tucker was traded to the Bucks. That's basically the headline of the deal. But, all right, so we're going to go over the whole details here, and then I'm going to tell you guys who I think won the trade. So the Rockets are trading to the Bucks P.J. Tucker, Rodion Kuroks, and Milwaukee's 2022 first-round pick back to the Bucks in exchange for D.J. Augustine, D.J. Wilson, and an unprotected 2023 first-round pick, according to ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski. So, but the third part of that deal was the Bucks traded Tory Craig to the Suns in exchange for cash considerations. So that's just money. Uh, Craig has appeared in 18 games with the Bucks this season and averaged two and a half points in 11.2 minutes per game. The Bucks roster stands at 15 players. I did not know Tory Craig was not doing that good, but all right, this one is so easy for me, guys. This deal clearly, clearly goes to the Bucks. Clearly. I mean, they're getting P.J. Tucker, who's a beast. That Rodian Kurox, he's a good shooter, so he can step out, and that will give Giannis more space. And they're getting their first-round pick back. Um, I mean, they're giving up D.J. Augustine. Like, I don't know why the Rockets did this deal. They're getting D.J. Augustine, who's on a bad contract and making way too much money, so the Bucks got out of that, which was very good. And the Rockets get another point guard that they don't need. And DJ Wilson, who's okay, career backup. I think he's still in his 20s, but not young enough to where it's like, let's see where this kid's potential is. And an unprotected 2023 first-round pick. So, yes, that pick's probably going to be better than the Bucks pick, but or I just, I don't know. Clear, clear win for the Bucks, and I don't know what the Rockets were doing on this. So I'm gonna give the Bucks an A for this, and I'm gonna give the Rockets. I'm gonna give the Rockets a C just because we'll see how that first round pick is. I mean, we'll see if it's good, but I'm gonna give the Suns. Honestly, I'm gonna give the Suns an A. Honestly, because you're getting Tory Craig, who I still think is good, whether he's been playing bad on the Bucks or not. I think the Suns. He's still a solid player, and I think he can be good for the Suns. He wasn't getting a ton of playing time with the Bucks, anyways. So he can be good for them, and all they had to give up was some money. So that's really nothing. So A for the Rockets, A for the Bucks, C minus. We're changing it to a C minus for the Rockets because DJ Augustine's contract is bad. DJ Wilson's not that good. We'll see how that first round pick is and where that first round pick will end up going. And who it will be, etc. But moving on to the next topic here, Darren Fells has been released. So he's a pretty decent tight end. He played for the Texans this past season. He's pretty solid. He'll definitely go somewhere. Cowboys, this is a guy we could get. Darren Fells is solid. Go out and get him, but we probably won't because we're the Dallas Cowboys. But anyways, different conversation for a different day. Darren Fells, he has been released. He will definitely get signed somewhere, in my opinion. Back to the Marcus Mariota stuff. So these are just rumors, but the Patriots and the Bears are two teams that are interested in Raiders quarterback Marcus Mariota per Benjamin Albright. Raiders asked Mariota to, to take a pay cut. Otherwise, he will be released. 
I expect Marcus Mariota to be released. So this guy expects Mariota to be released. This was from Patriots underscore nation underscore underscore on Instagram. So once again, Bears. I mean, I know I just said I like Marcus Mariota, and I probably like him more than Dalton, to be honest. But it's like, okay, so you're going to have Mariota, Dalton, and Nick Foles? What, what are the Bears doing, dude? I would like to see him go to the Patriots because he would have a chance to beat out Cam. Probably won't. But, I mean, Cam gets hurt. I mean, he had COVID last year, which isn't his fault. But he also gets hurt. And Mariota plays very similar and could run the offense about the same way. So I like it for the Patriots. Don't like it for the Bears. Moving on to the next topic here. The 49ers are bringing in veteran quarterback Joe Flacco in for a visit Obviously, if they sign him, he will be the backup. That's just a given. But how does this guy still have a job, man? He is just terrible. I mean, I get it. He won a Super Bowl, and he played good for, like, four playoff games. But, like, the dude is just not good at football. And people continue to give him chances. Like, the Broncos, the Jets, and now maybe the 49ers. I don't get it. But there you go. Um, This was from... Another 49ers fan account, Niners region. After losing Kendrick Bourne to the Patriots in free agency, I think the 49ers need to fill the void by adding a wide receiver with playing experience. Here's a list of free agent wide receivers I think we should target. So, once again, this could be a little outdated. I'll let you know if they are signed. Will Fuller, who has been signed by the Dolphins, as we mentioned earlier. Juju Smith-Schuster, who has not been signed. Antonio Brown, who is still a free agent. Deshaun Jackson, who is still a free agent. T.Y. Hilton, who is still a free agent. Keelan Cole, who is still a free agent. Adam Humphreys, I believe, is still a free agent. Willie Sneed and Demarcus Robinson, all still free agents. So everyone's a free agent on here except for Will Fuller. Best fit for the 49ers? Hmm. I'm going to go with... T.Y. Hilton, number one, then Juju Smith-Schuster. Actually, no. I'm going to go Juju Smith-Schuster, number one, then T.Y. Hilton, then Antonio Brown, then Keelan Cole, then Deshaun Jackson, Adam Humphreys, Demarcus Robinson, and then Willie Sneed. That was kind of hard to order, but... I don't think they'll get Juju or T.Y. I think T.Y. is going back to the Colts. I think Juju's either going to the Steelers or the Jets. So I think they're looking... And I think Antonio Brown's going to go back to the Buccaneers if he's smart. So I think they're looking at Deshaun Jackson, Keelan Cole, Adam Humphreys, Willie Sneed, and Demarcus Robinson. So I do like Keelan Cole. I don't like Deshaun Jackson because he's just a head case. I don't, he's not a good guy. But I think... Yeah, Adam Humphrey, All those guys are solid. So I think they should try to get one of them but moving on to the next topic here jared cook has been signed by not the new orleans saints the los angeles chargers it is a one-year six million dollar deal the max he can get is six million so i think this is a really good deal for the chargers i mean i know he's old and not as great as he used to be but he's still pretty solid they lost hunter henry and needed someone else a good target for Justin Herbert. So a solid deal for the Chargers. I like that deal for them. This is one of the ones I don't know, so I can't say much about it, but the Titans agreed to terms with offensive tackle Kendall Lamb. Looks like he used to play with Cleveland Browns. So, I mean, if he played for the Browns, he's probably pretty good. He's probably a pretty good offensive lineman because the Browns had a very good offensive line last year. So not really much I can say with that. Uh, defensive back PJ Williams agreed to terms to sign back with the New Orleans Saints on a one-year deal worth 2.3 million fully guaranteed. So good deal for both sides because 
The deal is fully guaranteed, so P.J. Williams is going to get all of it. And great deal for the Saints because they didn't have to pay as much. I like P.J. Williams. I think he's solid. So I think this is a really good deal for both sides. Uh, moving on to the next topic here. Former Bears quarterback, ladies and gentlemen, Mitchell Trubisky is signing a one-year deal with the Buffalo Bills per Jay Fowler, ESPN. Wow. So one of the comments was Super Bowl roster caliber move by the Bills. And no, I'm not kidding. Uh, backup quarterback is important. Josh Allen goes down for two to four weeks in a playoff game, etc. Trubisky good enough in that offense to get the win. Think Foles in Philly. I actually agree with this. As much crap as I have given Mitchell Trubisky, he can be a solid backup in this league. He's still young and still has some potential. He plays very similar to Josh Allen, and I think he could fit in this Bills system. They could run the ball a lot and play great defense, and he could get a couple wins. So we'll just have to see, but good for Mitchell Trubisky. Gets to sign and stay somewhere. Obviously, this is from Adam Schefter as well. He posted it on his Instagram. So yeah, I mean, good deal for Trubisky I don't know about for the Bills we'll have to see but yes I will admit he plays similar to Josh Allen he does similar things and they're probably about the same age so yeah but moving on to the next free agency transaction the Giants signed former Vikings tight end Kyle Rudolph to a two-year 60 million dollar deal per his agents I am not happy about this ladies and gentlemen I did not want the Giants to get anyone and they got Kyle Rudolph who was a solid tight end and I know you could be saying why are they getting Kyle Rudolph? Like, they have an Ing Evan Ingram, who was a pro bowler. Like, why do they need Kyle Rudolph? Remember, their head coach is Joe Judge, who was the special teams coach for the New England Patriots, and they ran a lot of two tight end sets, so he might want to do that. Or also, Evan Ingram is so fast that, and they've talked about it multiple times, moving him to receiver. So they could just move him to receiver and have Kyle Rudolph be their tight end or just run a two tight end set. So I don't think it's that weird of a signing. But Kyle Rudolph used to go to Notre Dame, and I kind of wanted the Cowboys to get him, or honestly, anyone else. But no, the Giants get him. And now I have to cheer against a Notre Dame guy, which I don't like doing. But ladies and gentlemen, that is going to do it for the episode. I know I didn't talk about the biggest free agency signings or trades, but we did get a lot of information done today. I'm going to put out as many episodes as possible Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. I hope everyone has a great day and it's good to be back. I'll see you guys next time. Peace out.